right. Welcome to Gaming Dad News, episode number seven. I screwed up last week, or two weeks ago. Um, I'm Rumble19, or Eric, and it's Rich. I'm Yoda Kicks, or Rich. And today we got a few topics, not a lot, but enough to get us through. Uh, Apple, um, they're trying to block Unreal Engine, and I believe I called this out the other time, and now it's coming through. Uh, <laughs> Sony ends up opening their, their console on a video that they posted, which is pretty neat. PS5 reveals some news about backwards compatibility, um, some big game updates, and some upcoming games. So, uh, without further ado, Rich, do you want to go over the Apple, tr- just doing Apple things with the uh, trying to ban the use of Unreal Engine? Yeah, well, it's Apple's going to Apple. That's just what they do. So, yeah, they tried to block the use of Unreal Engine because it figured if they could disable the support, it'd be a way of punishing Epic, but there's no way they could have flown because Unreal Engine is a nice open development resource that until you hit certain thresholds, you can use it for free. So that's basically more ways of hurting smaller developers who don't necessarily have the resources to make the bigger engines. So they tried to do it, and the uh, United States District Judge Yvonne Gonzalez said, no, you can't do any action against that. It's not fair. So there we go. Yeah, I mean, a, a big a big game development software that basically everybody uses, and you want to try to take that away from everybody that benefits from it, you're hurting the users more than you are hurting the game That's developers. Apple's going to Apple. Yeah, they are. <laughs> are and you I, surprised? No, because I, I remember, was it two episodes ago, I called this out. I called it. I so called it. They won't, Unreal Engine is such a big part of Epic, because Epic owns them. And then you want, uh, you want to ban the use because Fortnite is suing you. Epic Store's suing, or you're suing uh, Epic. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of just... They're just taking themselves a whole with the whole gaming community as a whole. I mean, there's there's going to be people who use Apple, and there's going to be people who use Android, because Android's doing the same thing, but they didn't try to ban Unreal. But um, I, the iOS itself is just getting... Apple's getting ridiculous. They're just... I mean, look at their Apple's, yeah. Apple streaming service. Uh, I mean, granted, it ain't big, but there's other streaming services that are bigger that have a better selection. You know, it's kind of like Apple's trying to do what Amazon has done and is doing way better. That's all I know. Like, it it's just it just seems very. Uh, and see, the the sad thing is, is I really like my Apple devices and I like the ecosystem and the simplicity and the stability of everything. But some of their recent moves made me consider going back to Android, but I just don't want to have to reinvest in any apps that we've purchased and yeah. start over again. So I'm kind of, I shouldn't say stuck because I'm still happy with the products, 
but I'm still very disappointed by the whole uh, xCloud being blocked by them. At least they're throwing out a kind of olive branch here with console streaming here soon in their app, but it's still not as good as xCloud. Yeah, Samsung almost had me considering switching to them. Well, that that's the thing. So Apple is user-friendly. So any either elderly or just an adult that is not good with Are you calling me old? No, I... No, well, it sounds like that, but I didn't mean to say it like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, uh... But, but you get what I mean. Apple is a very user-friendly kind of phone device because it's kind of... I don't know how to say it. I had I had an iPhone at one point myself, and it was very user friendly. But then I went to an Android. Granted, you had to learn some more things with it, but it was Android seems like a more forgiving it's a device. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, so the Unreal Engine will remain supported on Apple devices, but uh, for all we know right now, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but, uh, so the actual trial for Apple and Epic will start May 3rd, uh, 2021, and it says it will not have a jury, so I don't know how they're, just a court case, I don't, I don't know, but it just seem it just seems weird, two big companies that are gonna go head to head, and, uh, for... A game company, Epic is probably one of the biggest ones that can probably go toe-to-toe with them. So, who knows? We'll see. I'm hoping, and we, we can. I still contend that Epic knew what it was doing when it started this whole process, but I'm glad they started the process because it's causing other eyes to focus on Apple and the practices that they have. And maybe it'll make some change because... Apple isn't the number one device seller. There are more Android devices than Apple out there. But there are people who are Apple loyalists and fanboys, and then there are people who are Android loyalists and fanboys. They're both great phones. Like, I loved my time with Android, and when my parents were getting smartphones, I pushed them to iPhones because I didn't want to support them in Android. But in switching to iPhones, my wife is super happy with the iPhone. Like, she wanted a phone that just worked. And from the moment she's had the iPhone, we've actually had them two years now. And she hasn't had any complaints. Anytime she's had a minor issue, like her phone acting weird, she reboots it and it's fine. With Android, after six to nine months, I'd have to do a hard reset to get it back to premium performance. And maybe it's gotten better since then, but that was two years ago that we had that experience. Yeah. I stopped trusting Apple once they start you had to spy a dongle for a headphones. That was and you, now you just lost me. Yeah, well most people use Bluetooth anyway, so Yeah, but it, it's still just it's the choice I get. Yeah. Um so Sony they pulled something out that I was not expecting to see, which was they put out a video of them opening up the console which was kind of crazy because I would not expect that out of a console manufacturer if you think about it if 
well you're gonna have you're gonna have them trolls you know why would you do this why would you do that and uh to be honest it it kind of was nice to see what else is that that it's that easy to get something apart well if we're gonna be honest about it one of the reasons they probably did it is because microsoft sent out a bunch of units to different influencers tech companies and allowed them to do what they wanted to do with it they gave them certain guidelines but they allowed them to do their own teardowns so you have all these other non-sony or non-official microsoft teardowns showing how simple the series x is designed and the cooling shrouds and all that from within it so sony this was their counterpoint to basically say you know what we haven't sent these out to anybody but here's our own teardown yeah did you see the size of the heat shrink on or the heat shroud on that thing that thing is massive it reminds me of like i had a a dell xps laptop when i was foolish and decided that debt wasn't a bad thing and we bought a xps 17 laptop or so that was ginormous and it was just so large like I pulled off the keyboard plate off the top of it and it had a heat sink for the graphics card that was about this long uh, that sat behind the like underneath the keyboard yeah it's hard to show on the camera <laughs> but it was a, a pretty ginormous thing so to see Sony's heat sink and their attempts to make this a, a cooler unit it's pretty cool yeah um, I don't like the fact, and I think there was a lot of people who were upset by it, that they made it harder to get access to an expansion hard drive. It's nice that they made the internal storage soldered on so you can't ever change it. But that means anytime you want to add storage, it's an expansion versus a replacement. So like you've got the one terabyte built in but you can add another NVMe one terabyte drive and it's less than two of them. And yeah, we don't have a category. We should probably set a category for the stream. Let me do that real quick. The the other thing that's pretty interesting though is the fact that um, it's so big, so it's gonna be able to make this thing sound so it shouldn't ramp up the fans like the PlayStation 4 would do after how long it's been being used, after how old it is, you know, the wear and tear and then the dust and hair and whatever. The, um, so it shouldn't ramp up as much, especially because they have a, like, a dust thing, a dust collector where you can suck out the air, suck it out or blow it out. Um, which was kind of crazy, and then um, there's uh, an access you can get access to storage with a screwdriver and for the SSD. But then again, I don't know what uh, how big an SSD you can use or what you can use for SSD size wise or how fast or whatever. Um, but it's yeah, it says. It also there vacuum dust for the system through a special dust catcher, which hopefully it works. But then you're gonna—it's crazy because you'll find 
Uh, like if you watch people tear down PlayStations, a lot of cockroaches in them because of just how hot they are. Oh yeah, cockroaches um, like the heat. Yeah, but uh, I guess it's this whole console is supposed to be. Uh, they made it so it will reduce noise between the Blu-ray and the well, the disc drive. But if you're getting a digital copy, you don't have to worry about that. So I mean, we'll see. Um, it definitely with the SSD, the it's going to be quieter because the hard drive has a spinning disc in it. So I don't know what they what they did inside there. I didn't really look too hard, but. I mean, there's got to be some deadening, maybe rubber or foam or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I know, so it seems like it's going to be only NVMe uh, type M2 drives that will go into that slot. Uh, but some people are wondering what kind of cooling can be used because those drives can get kind of hot. Very since hot. There's this, a special compartment for it. Uh, it could probably get a lot of heat, so and it's one of the questions that I've seen floating around on some of the uh, Twitter feeds and YouTube questions, so we'll see what happens. I think it was a good move for them to do it so that they could actually show something as a counterpoint because they've been pretty mum in general. It's like they know they're the lead dog and they're acting like the lead dog and Microsoft is like fighting above its weight right now with all the acquisitions and changes that they're making that Sony's like uh-oh we weren't planned for this so let's show something else to make it interesting what I'm hoping is that popping that cover off to access the uh, additional drive slot isn't something that would void the warranty because I don't, I don't see why not I mean especially if they give it to you because that would be right. just I mean, but like in looking at the PS4 Pro that you recently just purchased from me, it even had a piece of tape that held void. the slot on. Yeah, the void tape, right? Right. So it's like, is that something that voids a warranty? Even though it has a screw and it's externally accessible, it still had a piece of blue tape that basically would indicate whether or not you peeled it off to look at it or replace it. Yeah. But I still like the idea because, like, with the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation 4, when it came time to upgrade your storage, you had to download a copy of the latest firmware update, put it on a prepared thumb drive, yep. turn off the system, pop in the new hard drive after it was formatted with a certain file type XFAT, turn on the system, have the thumb drive ready. Reboot the whole thing, basically. Yeah. And then you could copy your content if you had a SATA to USB adapter, and it was not that great. Whereas now everything is integrated and it stays put. So it's, I like it. Same with the um, Xbox. It's always been that way with their storage where you couldn't access it. So you always had the internal storage available. So you never had to worry about that when it came time to expand storage. And they've got their NVMe slot storage items. Yeah. So we'll see. It's I will have access to the PS5 Digital, thanks to uh, you helping out with that. And I'll have access to the Series S. So I'm uh, excited. Did you also see that it is liquid metal? They are I using... saw that weird little small area of liquid metal, but 
I don't fully understand what they're trying to show with it. So the the thing with like a liquid metal is it's it's easier to conduct the heat out of the chip. The problem is after a while, uh, from what I heard and what I looked at, what I read, liquid metal doesn't hold up after it's been used and heated up a certain amount of time. I mean, but I think you have to have intense amount of heat. But uh, because of them people that do overclocks overclock competitions on PCs. They use mm-hmm. liquid metal, but then after a certain time, uh, like you can freeze it and it'll ruin it, or you can, but you have to like overheat the living crap out of it. So as long <laughs> as your, as long as your PS Five is well ventilated, I don't think you would ever have a problem. But it's different. Liquid metal is a different time, a different thing to use. Oh, no, I, I love all the jokes about the size of the PS5, though, where some people made it look like a TV stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, it's different, definitely. But uh, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be different. It's going to This game's going to be, uh, or this console's going to be a good console. I have a feeling it's going to turn out probably... I don't want to say it's going to be one of the best consoles out there, but it's going to be good, especially for the price. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Thoughts on the AMD CPUs? Oh, Big Punisher's got a good question. I like that. We'll have to say that for the end. Um, yep. So, what do you think about the PS5 backwards compatibility? And now that they've further clarified it, it's kind of what I expected that they would do. That they would expand the list to basically cover every PS4 title that they could. I wasn't expecting PS3 or PS2 or Vita or any PS1 even, because that was the main reason why the PS4 didn't have backwards compatibility, is the huge architecture change. Because Sony, when they made the PS3, they developed this whole cell engine system and touted it as next generation and genre defining and this will be the best thing ever. But it was so hard to program for the different SPEs. So when they went to the PS4, they went with a simpler architecture and that's made it easier for them to roll out development and they were able to get better performance because they had better hardware than the uh, Xbox One, even though um, they came out at the same time, whereas the PS3 was better hardware than the 360, but the 360 was easier to develop for. So the fact that the PS5 will play all PS4 titles, except for a handful... Like off-name like, games. Yeah, I looked them up, because I wanted to... My daughter's one complaint when I was getting rid of the PS4 was that she wasn't going to be able to finish earning her special horse for beating Shadow of the Colossus on hard. So I told her I would make sure we would get a digital copy of it so that she could finish that quest. So that was her only concern, and I made sure it was a title that would work. And like the other titles that won't work, some people will be kind of bothered by them, like... um, one of them was Afro Samurai Volume 1. Some yes. people might be upset by that one not working. They're, they're like very often in games. Like I've never even... I heard of Afro Samurai, but that's 
Yeah, and really... We Sing, that was another that I wasn't really familiar with. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's not... I don't feel I like think it's Microsoft's tech- got the leg up though, where they basically have Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and all those games will work forward. And I think Sony's issue still is that other than playing PlayStation 4 games, your DualShock 4s are going to be obsolete. Yeah, I mean, that's a big oof. See. Uh, I mean, PS4 controllers are now going kind of down in prices, but they keep coming out with newer colors and mix of colors. But, I mean, at this point, I want, I'm not too... Because PS5 hasn't had... Granted, they have some games that are coming out with release, but, I mean, it, it has... To, I mean, you're going to be using a PS4 controller for a little bit still. But Yeah, and that's what I'm okay with that. And I mean, so far they haven't mentioned what the PS Plus if it's gonna be if if you can download from your library there from your storage library from that. But I don't see. Yeah, why they not. said you could download the games, but they haven't mentioned the saves. Well, they did say you could download your saves from the cloud, but we'll yeah. see. I backed up all my saves to the cloud, and I backed them up to a thumb drive, because get this cloud saves even if you have PlayStation Plus on a console and it's the home console you can't share the cloud save feature with your other accounts. So if I, if my kids wanted to be able to do cloud saves for all their games, they would have had to have subscribed to PS Plus. Yep. So only my account and my son's account could do cloud saves. I had to make sure I backed up all the other saves manually. Otherwise, they would have lost out on their horse progress, and then they would have been frustrated with me. <laughs> Got to worry about that horse progress. I mean, it's, you probably had to do a lot of work for that. I wasn't too much. I just had to sign into each account and make sure I had a thumb drive ready and then do a backup and then not back up the Little Big Planet saves. Otherwise, it was pretty straightforward. Well, so since I bought your PS4, um, my Thank old you. yeah, my old PS4, what I have, I have an external 4 terabyte hard drive so when I got it I transferred everything from that PlayStation onto that hard drive that way just the PlayStation went kaputs like it did all my stuff was on there so when I went to the place the PlayStation I bought from you this PS4 Plus or Pro I just plugged it in and then everything was still on so when I turned it on all my games and all my stuff was on there and then all I had to do was just hook up, which is nice. Is PlayStation, you can send all the transfer, all the data from one PlayStation to the other through your internet. So yep. it made it easy. So if you can use your old hard drive with all your PlayStation games on it and put it on the PS5, ooh, that would be amazing because then, then you don't have to worry about cloud saves. Yeah, which I didn't want to back up everything because all of my externals are currently occupied. Mm -hmm. I would have to have formatted something because I backed up all of my content from the Xboxes to externals. And it was nice for that 
But the other, like Xbox had the ability to copy. Like if you buy a new system, you can migrate from one to the other on the same network too. But you get cloud saves for every account on the system. You don't have to have a special sub for each account to do it. Yeah. I mean, so they're, they're, we'll see what happens. They're making consoles more easier to use and transfer data. But at this point, it's like, why don't you just put Steam on the PlayStation and Xbox and we'll be... Put it all yeah, on that, Steam. That won't ever happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, okay. Updates and, and upcoming updates on uh, some big big name games. Um, Animal Crossing, New Horizons. Uh, so, you know there's a Halloween event. Everybody... Well, every game basically has a Halloween event. Uh, and then they'll have a Christmas event. But it seems like Animal Crossing's doing a uh, Thanksgiving, partially Thanksgiving as well. So, I mean, there's going to be fall theme content. You're going to see uh, pumpkins, spooky stuff, DIY recipes, a whole bunch of uh, different, different things. And then with the Switch Life Slim... Uh, I guess is the newer version of the Switch coming out. They're going to have an update for that as well. So there's going to be two big patches that are going to come in for the new for the upcoming season. Yeah, it says uh, this announcement. Well, it says a new update for the Switch Life Sim. It's yeah. basically referring to Animal Crossing as the Life Sim. Oh. Uh, I was reading it. I'm like, I don't know what that means. But... Yeah, Animal Crossing is basically a Life Sim. People play it and get lost in it. And it's a I wanted to play it more. My daughter had it, and she got bored with it. And I'm like, oh, don't trade it in. But it was like a one-day thing where it was worth $40 trade in. She's like, I could use that $40. I'm like, okay, fine. I, I can't keep you from doing it. But You're secretly in the back of your head. No. Yeah. Don't you want to <laughs> donate that to the stream? Mommy hasn't even played it yet. No. But no, <laughs> she didn't buy that. She goes, well, you can buy it. I'm like, no, no. I can't. I don't have the money. <laughs> my my wife plays it, so I, I told her about it. She went to after I told her about it, she grabs a switch and she sat on the couch and started playing. But uh, yeah, the announcement was accompanied by images of Franklin the turkey and Jingle the reindeer. So I guess there's going to be a Thanksgiving event as well as a Christmas Day event. So keep your eyes nice. out for that. I uh, might have to actually get it again. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a while before I do that. It's priorities a, i'm doing it, my own little holiday event right now in destiny 2 yes it, destiny 2 it looks like fun so um have you played any apex legends recently i played one cross play match and it went pretty well my aim was as expected versus console players but i only played it a couple times so Yes, Apex Legend has cross-play right now as a beta, which I don't cross-play. They're a part of a bigger company that has cross-play on another big game title. So I don't know what the dilemma is here, but whatever. Um, the limited time mode at Flashpoint, which is on King's Canyon. I don't know if it's on... World's Edge. I know I played only on King's Canyon, so I'm guessing it's only on there. 
where if you go into this bubble, there's no healing. The bubble is your only healing, and they're spread out through the map. So they heal your health, and then they heal your shields, or whatever, vice versa. Um, and it's also, this update is accompanied by new skins, new gun skins, and a caustic heirloom. It looks like a freaking sledgehammer. It looks cool. It does look cool. But the odds of you getting a heirloom, slim to none. Yeah, game, I got one on the Xbox, and I used it on Lifeline. This, yeah, this game is a nightmare if you want to try to collect something like that. It's, took me forever, and I played from day one on PlayStation. And the sad thing is, like, people would actually throw money at it. And your odds the drop what? rates are so crazy. 500 to 1 originally, and then they said, no, it's harder than that. I'm like, oh, boy. Um, and now you can able to look at a Evo shield, which is your evolving shield, and it'll show you, like, if you come up to one that's the same color, it'll show you which one has less amount to hit to get to the next shield up, or less amount, which is nice. Um, they also show you pings, and then for you, because you would notice this more than I would, uh, they show in the corner your latency, your loss, your choke, and your in and out for your, your way your internet's working. So uh, hmm. communications with servers and all that stuff, all that jazz, which is above my head. I just keep playing. I know <laughs> well, it's actually it. a good thing. And I think the reason why they made it a limited time event is because the game wasn't built with crossplay. So when you add something to it after the fact, there's going to be growing pains. Because, yep. like, they released Star Wars Squadrons, but that was built from the ground up with crossplay. Fortnite took a while to get its crossplay in, and it had its share of kinks at the beginning before it became smooth. So, this limited time mode gives them time to kind of gather data see where they need to fix or tweak things and then push it out as a full-time release. So I, I don't fault them. Just they need to do a better job at communicating that. Yeah. Um, the other big one was Modern Warfare Season 6. I mean, it's a dead horse. We all know it. But <laughs> this time, now you can go through where... So, I don't know if you know this, but the last, was it the last season? Season 5, they allowed, now there was a train going through. They had some loot on the train. Now you can go through underneath the metro areas and run through. It just gets you to one area quicker, not going through buildings, not going through towns, not getting shot from behind, which you probably do anyway. (laughs) Nothing nothing fancy there. Um, They came out with a new version of a battle royale with... It's called Armored Royale. Here in a truck that you armor up and you just try to make it to the end. And uh, if you're as long as your truck's alive, you can come back from from the dead, um, which is nice. I played a lot of that. Tried that out. Has been it's been fun. Um, they brought out a few new maps. I think it was four new maps uh, for multiplayer. Um, they also came out with a new game style for the multiplayer called Killstreak Confirm. So you can build up your killstreaks by collecting tags and just, I don't know, just kill more hmm. people. I mean, it's a dead horse. I don't need to beat it anymore. Um, 
season no, two of Fall. I do like Modern Warfare. Yeah. I just don't like streaming it on PC. Oh, because it's... it's always such a frustrating experience. It's still very non-optimized, so it's like I have to lower all my graphical settings. I have to lower oh, my internal resolution. I have to lower my monitors to 60 hertz just to be able to stream it smoothly, and it's just so frustrating. I want to look. I want to look this up. But Call of Duty, Duty, Season Six. They showed how intensive the. Okay, right here. So the download size for the PS4 was 19.3 gigabytes. Xbox was 22.6. PC. 57 gigabytes. Yep. That is what you call a thick client. Fraud. Uh, rape. I don't know what you call it. That is legit garbage because you can... I don't see how you can get away with that. But then they allow... Still allow hackers in that game. So... Call of Duty can go kapooey. I don't care. I'll play it, but I ain't playing the new one. The new one looks so sane. I played the beta. It actually plays pretty well. Yeah. It, it just looks the same. They're all the same, and I can't... I mean, granted, I'll probably get it because it's a Call of Duty, but it's just nothing to be shocking all about. So, But on some more important things. Season Fall two. Guys Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we knew it was coming. They talked about it for a while now. Um, it's just new levels, uh, new features with outfits, and con and customization. Um, so, new features, like uh, nameplates, mix and match customizable banners, nameplates. So, um, it's fun. They had to fix some bugs, which it looks like they're doing what they said they're going to do. Especially if you're trying to grab a tail and that mother freaking guy is way behind you and somehow he reached right up your hiney and grabbed that tail. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. I, I only have access to it on the PlayStation, right? Oh, so I don't have access to it. <laughs> but I had access to it on the PlayStation, so I will eventually uh, have access to it again at some point or eventually get it on Steam. But it's just lower on the priority chart. It's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs to be had. I s still have not gotten flustered while playing it, so it's an achievement. <laughs> yeah, if if Fall Guys can't fluster me, then nothing can. Oh Um, so I guess we got some upcoming games we can talk about. Yep. Um. Trying to see, there's a Torchlight Three, uh, bringing fans back into a fast-paced dungeon-crawling ARPG universe. Torchlight Three represents a vibrant world filled with hordes and creatures to hack and slash your way through. Uh, it's coming out on the 13th, and it's coming to the uh, PS4, PC, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One. Looks pretty fun. I've never played any of the Torchlights. But I own the first two because of Humble Bundles at some point. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, they look pretty fun. It's not my type of game. I'm not a big RPG fan. Like, I'm not big into, like, Final Fantasy and stuff, but they're... Yeah, but it's not like that at all. It's more, like, Gauntlet. Like, if you ever played Gauntlet, it's a lot of hack and slash, but with upgrades. Almost like, uh... Almost like, uh, Diablo. Yeah. Um... They they got a lot of their design ethos from Diablo. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it looks like fun. Uh, we got G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. It's a G.I. Joe game. I don't know. It's, <laughs> uh, it's coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, and PC on the 13th. So, if you want Sign to me up. play a Not. team-based third-person third shooter, there you go. Now, Prinny 1 and 2 coming out to the Switch. That's pretty cool. Reloaded. Uh, yes, well, basically, Prinny 1 and 2 was out on the Vita a long time ago. Oh, And okay. it's a character from the Disgaea universe, but it's a side-scrolling, challenging, you're-gonna-die-a-lot kind of game. So they're remastering it for Switch, so you can play it there. Oh, okay. It should be fun. Uh, you got, well, The Walking Dead on the Oculus. But that's our. Oh, that's all right. I don't play VR, just because I'd hate for someone to come up behind me and scare me. I played uh, Star Wars Squadrons in VR because I have a Windows Mixed Reality headset that I got for free a long, long time ago, and it's it's a pretty cool experience. How was look, it? how is Fire Squadron? I, I look really cool wearing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you look like you're from Star Trek. Yeah. So it's it's a good game if you like space fighting sims. It's got a decent story to it, and the combat's really good. So I've I've enjoyed my time in it when I've been able to play it. But lately, yeah. I've been playing Rocket League and Destiny. Yeah, I've seen you playing a lot of Destiny. Yes, that's that's what I do. <laughs> well, it's hard to find co-op games that are pretty well polished. And are mostly family friendly. That's kind of like yeah. I don't like if I'm playing Destiny and my kids, my younger kids, walk out and watch what I'm doing. I don't have to pause it and say you can't watch this right now. Yeah. Whereas if I'm playing Call of Duty or anything else, I have to say hey, just a second, and I stop moving or I go turn into a wall because yeah. not all games, even though they're called games, are appropriate for all ages. Oh yeah. It's always weird when, like, especially with the proximity voice, when you kill somebody in Call of Duty and you hear some uh-huh. little kid going, ah! Yeah. And you're just like, how old are you and why are you playing this game? But it is what it is. When the, when the words come out. Some of the language they use, it's oh. kind of like, uh... <laughs> she ain't friendly. Yeah, so that's kind of why I have to be careful. Uh, then there's another game coming out called Space Crew on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch on the 15th of October, and it's from the makers of the hit strategy simulation game Bomber Crew. Which I never played, but Curve Digital is a pretty good publisher, and they seem to release some decent titles, so. It looks fun. It, It looks like a little... That one you can play with kids. I mean, it's definitely a... I want to say a child's game, but it's a, 
it's a family game. I'm talking about yeah. family games, but different. I mean, I think I think that's what's going on recently. Is they're, 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 a lot of games are geared towards family games. So, well, I look forward to it. I like couch co-op games because it's easier to play with the kids and share. Like my eight-year-old, he loves Fortnite now. So it's like. When he wants to stream with me, he wants to play Fortnite. I'm like, but I want you to sit next to me because people can see your cute face. Yeah. But he's like, I want to play on the TV in the other room because the screen's bigger. I'm just like, but I want you to sit next to me. (laughs) So I like couch co-op stuff. I like playing golf with your friends. I like doing Rocket League because it's got split screen. I like doing Minecraft Dungeons. I I like stuff like that where I can play with them. And have oh. fun and laugh. Oh yeah. Um. So Age of Empires are upgrading and updating their game. It's the def- definitive edition, so it's just an upgraded graphics and fully remastered game. That comes out on the fifteenth. Uh, did you see this Mario Kart Live Home Circuit for Switch? I did see a little bit about it. It's definitely kind of cool, but I'm not going to do it. I don't I don't know how it would I could see things going horribly wrong. <laughs> well, you would be surprised. Like we bought on clearance one of those Anki Overdrive car things that you control with a smart device. Yeah. And before one of the cars stopped working cuz the and the the wheel wells kind of got messed up. It actually like scans the track that you put it on and you build and then you can run races and attack each other, and it worked really well. So this Mario Kart Live setup will actually be really cool. I'm just not going to do it. I've had my experience of Toys to Life stuff, mm-hmm. and we've collected way too many plastic bits and bobs that I'm not going to do it again. At least I'm not going to purchase it. If my kids want to spend their money, I might allow them to. But, like, we have every Disney Infinity figure. And Uh, the only thing that they do now is pull them all out and create a big mess on the floor. And then they have to clean it up. And then they whine about having to clean it up. I don't want to encourage another collection of stuff to find a home for. We have five kids. (laughs) Yeah. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Yeah, I saw that. They just came out with that, and I heard once it goes away, it goes away. So, I don't know. It's Nintendo. not going to go away. They just made a collection that came with three games, and then they're going to uh, sell them separately. individually for a higher yeah. price later. Yeah. Uh, so, Ghost of Tsushima update. Yep. It is uh, a co-op yeah. expansion for Ghost of Tsushima. I'm excited because I just started playing it, and now I see why. Now I see why you it were has like... a yeah. It's got a genuine chance to push for game of the year. If Cyberpunk wasn't coming out, it I, legit had a shot. I, I think s- Cyberpunk is going to win it just because people actually, you know, I think some of the voting's already happened for those, but. I still think it's just going to win because of sheer hype. And I'm That's, just... Here, I can't play it. I This is what I'm thinking about Cyberpunk. I think Cyberpunk's going to be like No Man's Sky was or Anthem. 
big hype, horrible game. I think it's until, gonna actually live until, up to the hype because their pedigree so far for all the other games, they're not necessarily for me because some of the content in there I just can't do it. Like I only get to play games when I stream, and there's certain games that I just I won't be able to ever stream. Witcher Three is one of them. Cyberpunk oh. will be one of them. Witcher Three was such a great game. There, right, there's, but there's, there's content that would prevent me from streaming it. Well, I didn't know in Ghost of Tsushima you see a man's butt. That threw me off. Okay, don't, but that's don't go definitely to the, different. <laughs> don't go to the rest station. That's all I know. I didn't want to... what? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that warning. Well, but no, they, I, Ghost of Tsushima, the co-op stuff. Like Once I get it's gonna be, the PS5, I'll play it with you. Ghost of Tsushima, it's definitely, like I said, it's... It, I am in love with this game. This game so far has topped the games for this year, I believe. So we'll see, like you said, once Cyberpunk comes out. But I think Ghost of Tsushima, story-wise, has probably one of the best. Besides Last of Us 2, but Last of Us 2 kind of seemed to die off pretty quick. I kind of got old of it. It was very divisive. It's a very long, progressive story, and I just... Let the zombies come out and I start shooting them. But then it started getting to more of now people are, are getting attacked. It's just ridiculous. So, Ghost of Tsushima is pretty good. I'm happy for it. I'm happy to play it. And I'm thankful I got a PS4 now for it. So, <laughs> um, so another game Hyper Brawl Tournament coming out on the 20th. It's an old, isn't it an old game? It's an older that, game remade into a newer game from the looks of it. Yeah. So it used to be like a battle brawl sports. It's what it reminds me of where you would kind of play football, but you could blow each other up. It says it's coming out on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and iOS. So what are you doing to us, Apple? Yeah, that really seems like that's most of the games that are coming out till our next episode. So, well, Amnesia Rebirth is coming out on the twentieth. Amnesia Rebirth. That's another one of those horror games. I played oh, part of the it? first Amnesia, where it's basically like you can hear your heart rate and it's like really oh, dark. No. Yeah, it's a interesting game. Another one that I've never finished. That's. Have you ever played Outlast? Nope. Oh. Okay, then you're probably better off not playing that game, too. <laughs> that game is a straight jump scare the whole entire game from beginning to end. Nice. But, I don't mind jump scares. Oh, I could. Playing them with a nice set of headphones and surround sounds in the dark, and you can hear stuff behind your head. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It was too much. But the, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, like I said, this is the best time to be a gamer. Um, but we'll see. And I don't see why uh, nothing should let me down at this point. But uh, We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. I mean, November I, 10th and 12th are coming really quick. Uh, yeah, so um, we'll go from there. 
Nysol, our boy Big Punisher, gave us a question on the AMD CPUs and Microsoft basically bailing out GameStop. Well, I can talk to the Microsoft bailing out GameStop part, but you can talk to the AMD CPUs. So AMD basically is just wiping the floor with everybody. Intel, uh, I don't even know why Intel is even a company at this point for chipsets because AMD is just doing the right things. They're going different chips, different dyes, different uh, bigger cores, bigger clock speeds bigger everything and they're they're not expensive i mean they are expensive but they're not i core i9s core i7s they're not them prices so the new amds yes it's expensive but it is they're wiping the floor with intel and the one thing i'll commend amd on more than anything is that it seems like their motherboards are always forward compatible by for at least one or two generations. Yep. You just have to find a way of updating the firmware on them. Whereas Intel, once every couple of generations, they force you to change. So like if you bought a seventh generation motherboard, you couldn't buy an eighth generation processor for it. Oh, yeah. So. And, and they give you the buyers to flash your bios and put a new bios up if you're getting a big newer card so or newer chips so i mean you're yeah it, i i will commend amd for that that's I, my last time i built an amd system though was in 1995 or 6 so i can't really speak to recent amd experiences so i am running the uh, Ryzen 9 3900X suits my needs. Other than streaming Apex, it and if I want to stream Call of Duty, that is the only time this thing sees 100% load. So probably Anthem as well. Delete that game in a heartbeat. You know, I enjoy co-op content, and I enjoyed some of the aspect of Anthem. Anthem, I so didn't Anthem, enjoy the disjointed tower experience where you don't even see your co-op buddies. Uh, that was horrible. That wasn't fair to... If you were playing with someone, that was not fair. That was not cool. I can see what they were doing. They were trying to make a Destiny killer of a game, and it just couldn't, they just couldn't follow up with it. The game Well, they tried to merge awesome. Mass Effect and Destiny with the co-op content, but the story-built home base... And the problem is, like, you would have a friend you're playing with. Like, I was playing with my son and my friend. And my son was behind us because we played twice a week and he played once a week. So we're like, oh, let us know when you're done with your cutscene. Yep. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and pick your mission. Oh, we can join you now. Yeah. Okay, let's go. It was just not a very well-designed experience, but the combat was fun. And they updated it so that you could feel like you were even more powerful because you're super charged a lot faster yeah the so anthem was a great once you're in the field playing with a group of your friends but when you try to do anything together anywhere elsewhere it was just a hassle i played it for two three straight weeks almost a month straight but it was just not it just got repetitive i mean so does destiny but after a while destiny updates their stuff they give you better stuff they work on stuff but 
Yeah, I'm ex- super excited for Beyond Light when that comes out. I've already pre-ordered that. Yeah. So, so uh, the Microsoft bailing out GameStop. I saw that, and you probably didn't realize it, at the Christiana Mall. No, uh, I did it. Yeah, the Microsoft store was across from the Lego store, and it no longer exists. They basically shut down a lot of their retail locations right around the beginning of the um, the pandemic, and this allows them to get out of the retail space so much and leverage GameStop. Uh, so it's kind of a win-win because they don't have to have the infrastructure in the stores, but they can still have a service integration for people who want to do their um, Game Pass subscriptions in-store, the Office 365 stuff, the all-access plans for the Series S and the Series X. It's a great move by Microsoft, and it's a great move for GameStop because GameStop was absolutely... If they didn't make a change, they were going to go away. But now... They have a chance to live another day. So do you think this means they're going to be selling more... uh, I wouldn't say PC components in-store than they did on... No. No, because PC components are so expensive for them to store. And most of their locations are like... There's a bajillion GameStop stores, and a lot of them aren't in the necessarily the best place. And each GameStop store has to have a pawn license because in order to be able to give cash for consoles or phones or video games, they are basically operating as a pawn store. So people, if they had video cards, they'd be more apt to try to steal them mm. or get... Uh, shady employees that could possibly try to have them stolen so to speak that's Uh, crazy it is i just i don't foresee them actually having a lot of hardware or expensive hardware like they might carry more mice and keyboards but not the high-end ones but i doubt they'll have gpus in their stores they'll keep those online only that's crazy because if you go to like best buy they'll have so Best Buy will have, granted, they are a computer store, but they'll have those components, but they're locked behind stuff. Then you go to, uh, if there's a micro center. Now, the only micro center near me is in Philly. I ain't driving to Philly for a <laughs> micro center. And apparently it's never stocked, because every time you look it up online, they're never stocked. So it's like, just order it online and just forget about it. And it's just crazy, because... Like, if you look it up on Newegg or PC Part Picker, where you want to pick your stuff up, it shows up stores that either I never heard of or big box stores that I've never seen PC components in the store, which is crazy. So Yeah, but the thing is with Best Buy and Micro Center, they all have larger storage capabilities. All the GameStops you see... They have their floor area with the high up shelves where they try to put the more expensive stuff. And they have really tiny stock rooms. Like I've worked at three different GameStop locations and they all have very limited storage because they're not anchor stores. So they have what they can store in the back. So they can't afford to have 
three or four video cards in stock because one, they would never really last because people are trying to get them, but they take up so much storage. Whereas the consoles cost less than those video cards so they can actually have those more and people can trade them in because they used to do PC game trading too a long time ago. Oh, okay. But whenever they started shifting the CD keys, that's when that kind of started to end. Is there is there an actual like big box store of GameStop, or is it only only uh, like shopping stores or mall stores? They're typically in malls or strip malls. I've seen one or two semi freestanding, but they're still sharing space with another uh, business that's attached to it. Hmm. I've never actually seen a standalone GameStop or EV Games where it's got a ginormous footprint. They just aren't. They typically have three to seven employees working at a time, and that's that's it. That's the crazy thing is GameStop bought, what, EB Games, Funko, uh, forget, there's like a few other game stores, and now they're not really popular unless you're getting pre-ordered games or just games, but a lot of these consoles and you get a PC, you don't need it even anymore and that's the issue it's like once the pc went to the cd key market then gamestop itself stopped selling as many pc games because they don't want to have a box with a code on the shelf because it takes up space and a lot of people are enjoying the convenience of digital and the fact that you can game share with sony with the ps3 ps4 probably the ps5 same with the xbox ones people are seeing the value in buying individual copies of a game that they can allow to be played on two consoles. So that makes it harder if you want to buy a physical copy of a game because then you can't play it together because the only one person can use a disc at a time. And that's when their market started going down uh, unless people really, but you don't get as many sales on the physical game. So we'll see. I think this move with Microsoft is good for both sides yep now we just gotta sit and wait i mean it's all you can do until the new consoles come out and the holiday season and that's gonna show the true colors of what this console war is gonna do or what this uh gaming industry is really gonna go towards at this point that's true so what have you been playing lately uh well so on PC, I've been playing a lot of Warzone, which is not a lot, to be honest, because I haven't really been playing a lot. Just packing, because I'm moving, so I've been packing a lot. Um, but as of yesterday, since I went to get the PS4 and buy the PS4 from you, I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima for about... <laughs> I probably have about maybe five, six hours on it right now. So just, just so, a little bit of time. Yeah, well, it takes a lot of time just to get from one area to the other because it is a big board, but it is fun. I like it a lot. So that, and I've been playing a little bit of Apex on top of that, just throwing, just seeing how the limited time mode was. So what have you been up to? just having fun trying to have fun with the kids so doing the limited time event for rocket league where you can earn Fortnite theme items to unlock stuff 
in Fortnite from Rocket League. Uh, played some Rocket League with the kids. Played more Destiny 2 with the um, Haunted Forest. I helped my friend's son complete a time-gated quest to get his Outbreak Perfected gun in Destiny 2. He was so ecstatic. He has an issue with levels that have a lot of vertical elements in them because they both have a fear of heights. So, like, for him to complete this level was a challenge for him. But we were able to get through it, and he was so ecstatic, and he just kept talking our ears off. And his dad's like, son, it's time to stop talking. But I'm so excited. It was it was just awesome to do that. Um, going around and doing the uh, Festival of the Lost event in Destiny 2, my daughter's finally doing it this time, trying to earn some candy so she can get the different items. Uh, I've been played Apex a couple of times just to kind of get a feel for it. I've played Call of Duty a couple of times to get a feel for it. That's pretty much it. Yep. Well, does anybody have any questions? I mean, we're about an hour into this, and I mean, we learned a lot about the PlayStation today. I yep. mean, well, I Uncle Sander asked us how we're living, so we can say we're living well. Living well, <laughs> packing, getting ready to move into a bigger, nicer house, so go from there. And Be you punished. learned how tall I was? Holy crapola. <laughs> I was not expecting how tall you were. Because every time I'm, I'm looking at you on your stream or, or when we do our podcast, you're just shoulder height, so I'm like... Uh, we gotta be about the same height. And I got there, I'm like, wow, he is a lot taller than I am. <laughs> My wife said you are so tall. <laughs> I'm only 6'2", but according to the doctor, when I went for the first time in years, I've shrunk an inch and a half. Cause, but I think their measurement chart was off, because my wife supposedly shrunk exactly an inch and a half as well. And I find that kind of hard to believe. So I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> No, I mean, it was nice to meet you out there. It was fun. I mean... Absolutely. Because we ended up going to them. So we drove... It was like an hour 15, hour 20. So we figured we'd make the trip worth our while. We went to Costco, and then we went to get some lunch. And then we went to take my son to Lego, the Lego store. He had a blast there. And then drove home, and he fell asleep on the way home. So Mission accomplished. Happy. Yeah, I told you, as long as my son fell asleep, I'm happy. Well, it proved how long we were in the Lego store trying to figure stuff out because you did your Costco trip and ate, and you still saw us in the Lego store. <laughs> so <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, do you really think they were in the Lego store that long? Oh. <laughs> well, we had to make a bathroom trip because they obviously had to go to the bathroom. But yeah, yeah we went in there and... They were like, my son, my eight-year-old was like really wanting to buy certain Lego sets. We're like, dude, you don't have enough money. And then my, four, my well, she'll be 15 Zoom. She was wanting to buy a Lego set. And she's like, I really want this dragon, but I don't have enough. And my son goes, well, I want all the figures. So they were like, well, we could put it together. So they kind of came up with a whole price ratio. And they split the cost of a Lego set. And nice. she got the dragon and he got all the other pieces and they were playing with it at the table that day. They had to build it that day. They couldn't wait until the next. So no. they were having fun with it. They, it was built that night. The dragon's wingspan, uh, 
each wing was probably about 11 to 12 inches long. And it was pretty cool. And it can do a handstand. And yes, it is weird coming to Delaware and not having to pay sales tax. Yep. That threw her off for a big loop. She's like, you know, it's weird. It was like forty nine ninety nine, and I paid forty nine ninety nine. And I I got a penny back. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool, but uh, yeah, we got a fire firefighter Duplo set, so he played with that basically all night. I skipped out on hunting and just played Ghost of Tsushima because I was just a giddy that I had a PlayStation, so. <laughs> There was a Lego set that I wanted to buy, but it it was $130, so I I didn't buy it. But it had a baby Yoda figure in it. Oh, I saw. And I'm like, I have to have that, but it's $130. No. That's the crazy thing. Lego is so expensive, and the games, the toy's not even put together. (laughs) But if you think about it, like I will say, Legos are much better designed than Mega Blocks, oh, because they like, are. And if you do the math, it ends up being close to ten cents a piece. So it doesn't yeah. sound as bad when you think of it that way. But they're all pieces that you can reuse for something. Whereas oh, when yeah. you buy Mega Blocks, you've got these custom shaped pieces that you have to use them in this specific application, or they're not usable. Do you remember the connects? Yep, I remember the Kinects. I had them for a long time, too. Those were like, cool, but they were painful to put together. Like yeah. thumbs. <laughs> You're just pressing them in, and they don't go in. But See, it, do you remember GoBots? Mm, they were like an alternative to Transformers, and you could tell they were the cheaper alternative. Yeah. That's what Megablocks feel like to me. Uh-oh. You can tell when you put them in your hand which one's the Mega Block and which one's the Lego. Absolutely. That's so, the same goes for Matchbox and Hot Wheels. So. Yeah. All right. Well, since we do not have any other questions, uh, we are going to sign off. Uh, you can find Rumble19 on Twitter at Rumble underscore. No, Rumble19 underscore. See, I got it right. You can find him on Instagram, but I can't remember the actual page, so I'm not going to say it. And you can find him on Twitch at Rumble19 underscore. And by underscore, I mean underscore. Underscore. Like an underscore. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitch at Yoda Kicks. You can find me on Twitter at Yoda Kicks. You can find me on YouTube at slash U slash XYPU93. No, uh, if you search for Yoda Kicks, you'll find me there. Um, you can find Gaming Dad News on Twitter at Gaming Dad News. You can find Gaming Dad News on YouTube at Gaming Dad News. And we're available on pretty much every podcast platform. So if you want to hear us more, you can hear us there. And yep. thank you so much for coming out for Episode 7. This has been Gaming Dad News, and we appreciate each and every one of you.